talking about. Oh, so we're recording. Hi. <laughs> oh. um. <laughs> we're in the middle of a really good conversation. Well, we're frustratingly talking about Instagram because I'm frustrated yeah. by... I was... Okay, so I was saying that um, Instagram and really a lot of social media is... It feels like it's pulling away from being in the moment. Everything is like scheduling and content and like having to premeditate your social media use in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what was naturally aversive to me with Instagram is that it feels like you have to prepare mm-hmm. and like dress up your images and then write your content and then write your hashtags and like, and then you just put it out there and you're just like, all right. What was that for? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> well, you don't have to, but it, it feels like when you're creating... I don't know, I, I want... I, I want more in-the-moment stuff. I feel like that's why Snapchat was so popular when it first came out. I like Instagram stories for that. That's reason. why stories are, like, the best part of Instagram, and I prefer using it over the posts, mostly, generally, because I can talk to people face-to-face, it feels like. Although... This is why I'm like confused in general about Instagram, even though I teach about it. So I'm like, I don't know, like maybe these strategies work, but there are a lot of people that I follow now that are literally just screenshotting their Twitter, their tweeter, their tweets. Right. The <laughs> They're literally the screenshotting their tweets and posting them on Instagram as an image. Right. And those are the most engaged with posts. And also capturing their Instagram story videos mm-hmm. and putting them into a thread that you like slide through as like a carousel on right. a post. So right. it's like Instagram stories, but on a post. Are they trying? And it's like people are engaging with Do you it. know if those people are trying to drive people to their stories? Or is it, doesn't it just- doesn't seem like it. It's just like an additional It's like another way for people content. to hear that content. Right because there's a person that I follow, Amanda Evanston, she's like a fantastic artist, and she has so much engagement in like all the ways, so I'm trying to like figure out what her deal is and what she does, and so she has like all of these Instagram stories, so many in a row, and she'll go on like a rant about a specific thing, like the other day she was talking about how tie-dye, wearing tie-dye literally changes how people treat you. So people treat you much more nicely when you're wearing tie-dye because it just like, her theory is that it makes your brain like happy because it's vibrant colors and everything. And you're also like, well, they're wearing tie-dye. They don't give a fuck. So I'm not going to give a fuck. So everybody's happy. But she had this rant in her stories and then she saved it and put the juiciest part of the rant in her feed. Right. And then wrote a caption about it. So it's kind of like she was figuring out her like thesis verbally through her stories and then from there she kind of like whittled it down to like the juiciest part right and then she wrote a caption about it Mm -hmm. so it was just like even more content but like the same idea i think in a way that feels like i think i think holistically that feels like what instagram wants to happen in a way because they have previews for igtv Mm-hmm. in the feed uh, and but they don't do that sort of thing for stories but a lot of people use stories for sometimes long form ranting mm-hmm. but in sections and content it's always a little awkward though because they're like 
Oh, the break's coming. I gotta stop talking for a sec. Everything's yeah. <laughs> in 15 second beats. Well, and I don't but... know if you've noticed, but it used to be that if you hit like continuous, like record, then it wouldn't like there would be beats, but it would just keep recording you and then right. just automatically slice it up. And now it does that and makes you think that it's keeping all of it, but now Stories only saves four of those. Four? Yeah. I thought it was like eight or twelve. No, it's Jeez. like four. So maybe they've changed it again, but I noticed that a couple weeks ago I was really frustrated because I was used to continuously recording, and mm -hmm. I did, and then it only kept four. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Because that, that feels like a natural inroad to creating IGTV content. Like right. if somebody wanted to take yeah, you're supposed to save it large chunks of their stories, mm -hmm. or to be able to say like, this story is so important. I feel like IGTV should be what highlights are, in a way. Like, you you're taking these chunks of stories, whether it's a rant or like something in your day that is all relevant to each other, and you want to create this continuous something that someone can watch all the way through, mm -hmm. in you know a specific chunk of time that you're kind of bookending it, you're creating a narrative out of it, that gets extrapolated and translated into IGTV, which I think IGTV is already kind of hidden in the back end. You have to already search for things to find mm -hmm. someone's IGTV things, unless it's posted on the feed or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like those episodes should live in high... I don't look at people's... Do you look at people's highlights? I do, okay. actually. Um, highlights, especially for like someone like me, like an artist, highlights are to be informative a little right. bit more. So like, if I was teaching people a specific painting process in my stories and I wanted to save that, yeah. they'll be like, this is the Darling Rage painting process and that's a highlight. I have a highlight about my commission process. So like they can go, and sometimes in my stories I'm like, check out my highlights. I show them a screenshot and right. like, circle the highlight that right. says commissions and I'm like, go here if you want to know about commissions. But like, with IGTV, I've noticed a lot of other artists too using it to do like time-lapse videos that are longer. Right. And then they are, have it synthesized really well in their feed so it's like, the one minute bit of it on mm -hmm. their feed and then you have to click into it to watch the rest of the IGTV which I usually do if it's a time-lapse because I want to see the rest of it right but I feel I like know. there's some I feel like there's some interconnectivity between all these elements that are kind of missing but that's maybe just the way that I consume content I feel like I've always been a person where things are like content is served to me and I just like see things are in I'm not searching for things most of the time mm -hmm. you know I'm not a, I'm not a searching for content kind of person so um, I'm ultimately curious about the way people consume things all the time because I, I don't know I, I always wonder how, how weird I am if I if I'm the norm and I'm just assessing my habits in a way that's not actually useful to the big picture mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah I'm just like curious about how long it takes for Instagram to be like, well, you haven't commented on this person's feed in a day, you're not gonna see it anymore. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a really high turnover rate of people that I engage with regularly, but yeah. then suddenly I don't see their posts anymore. Right. And I'm confused about that. And then there's like all of the things about shadow banning, which like whatever, I don't know if that's even a thing, but people toss it around that it's like a thing. 
What's a shadow band? Shadow band. Shadow band. <laughs> what's a, what's their shadow band there? I don't know. There's, I still don't really understand what it is, but people have discussed it as though it's a real thing. Where, if an account is shadow banned, it's like what happens prior to Instagram deciding to shut them down, which like a lot of really good accounts that have been like shut soft, down like because a soft of soft yeah so like they're like because their content is whatever i don't know whether it's like a little sensitive you know too womany too black <laughs> those are the themes that i've noticed like they're kind it doesn't show up as high in the algorithm it's really weird I don't know. This is bordering on conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy theory theory in Instagram. (laughs) It really is. I don't think that it's a real thing. I don't know that it's real. Uh, But it's like the Instagram conspiracy theory. Right. Is shadow banning a thing? Like, you could Google it, and there are so many articles about it. That's the thing about algorithms, though. It always feels like this, like, Illuminati thing. It's just like... The the algorithm is a monster. The Facebook algorithm is trying to destroy us. It's out to get me. It's pure evil. Right? It's ruining the dreams of entrepreneurs everywhere who are trying to sell you... Instagram's owned by Facebook now, so it might be pure evil. Yes. But... Uh, this podcast episode will be shadow banned. <laughs> right. I'm gonna put that. That's gonna be I'm talking the, shit about. That's gonna Facebook. be the name of the episode: shadow ban. The, fir- <laughs> the first episode where we just go into it and start talking for no reason. Nobody knows who we are. There's nothing. No, we're just here. We can always record an introduction. We should just introduce ourselves now. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm Molly. My name is Christian, <laughs> aka C Note. And um, we've been wanting to record podcasts together for a long time. We both have separate podcasts. Molly has the Darling Rage podcast, and I have Dopamine at dopamine.life. D-O-P-E, like, yo, that's dope. Um, Dopamine. I talk about mental health and uh, creativity and personality typology. And uh, you haven't done your show in a while, but what's it about again? (laughs) (laughs) It's on a hiatus. We're getting back to it in a minute. Um, The Darling Rage podcast is mostly focused on, so far, interviews with fucking rad women and creativity and helping people find and nurture their creative voice. So, you know, mental health, all of the things around creativity. Yeah, so it was like like a week ago maybe we were just talking i mean for a long time we've been having conversations at this kitchen table and just saying like fuck we should have recorded that such a good conversation yeah and um i mean we talk about obviously things that overlap with our podcast topics but we talk about like we talk shit sometimes we talk about social media we talk about i don't know politics life things that just kind of come up um, pontificate. Like ranty rants. We ranty rant a bit. Um, <laughs> talk about shadow bands and conspiracy, um, conspiracy theories, <laughs> or whatever that means. Um, so the other day, we were just I don't know ranting about something, and you said. Uh, uh, In today's on, episode of Things We're Thinking About. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's the name of this podcast: is Things We're Thinking About, because I don't know what else would it be. Um, so, I don't know, we're just um, starting to record 
episodes of us just like talking about stuff. So that's like the introduced introduction of uh, of who we are. We'll put links. I'll put links because I'm probably going to be the one uploading this. I'll put links. I've forgotten how to be productive. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I should give context for that. I've been going through like business coaching and stuff, and I'm doing some deep spiritual work. So yeah. I'm doing work, but productive work work has not been a focus. Right. <laughs> so you ex- do the links ex- on ex- the podcast. Yeah. I've not been doing external work. Do you want to no. give a shit? Like what kind of shit. do you want to give a shit? <laughs> do you want to give a shout give out? all the shits. Do you want to give a shout out to like what it is that you're doing and like the coach you're working with and stuff? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I am doing it's business coaching, but the coach that I'm working with her name is Megan Dowd and she is um, Megan has good words on Instagram and all the places and she's a narrative strategist which is like the coolest title in the universe right um so when i met her on instagram like six months ago i just loved her title i loved her and everything that she was about and she's just a really cool human who makes space and is also a hard ass so she's really gotten on me (laughs) about the things that i've not been on myself about so she's been helping me figure out what my core values are and synthesizing all the things about my messaging and pretty soon we're going to work on business strategy and because i've been bootstrapping my art business for the past three years and i'm sick of it i want to know what i'm doing so that's what we're doing (laughs) it's pretty good to focus on trying to figure out what the hell you're doing figure out my life (laughs) i mean it's pretty pretty natural for our age <laughs> I feel How like old a, are we again? Uh, oh god, my birthday soon. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I kind of forget. I just get really like my head down, like doing work, and I don't. I look at the date, and I'm like, oh god, it's summer. Oh god, it's almost fall. Oh god, it's almost You're my birthday. You're gonna be 34. You will have officially beaten Jesus. <laughs> yes. Uh, fuck that guy. Respectfully. Um, <laughs> Everyone's going to love this podcast. Yeah. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Jesus, respectfully. Well, I mean, I don't mean that in, like, a fuck religion thing. I just mean that in, like, a competitive kind of way. (laughs) Competitive. Competitive. (laughs) I'm in presentation mode. I say weird things. Um, But in in a competitive way, where I am just like, ah, fuck you, I win. (laughs) Right? It's not about... I mean, I'm sure if If I, it was like a carpentry competition, he would like beat your ass. Well, that's why I don't get into those competitions with yeah. someone but who is It's the, an age competition. All I gotta do is survive. Yep. I mean, I've got an advantage, so it's kind of like... It feels kind of like, um... Uh, 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 when, when... Like, Avengers Endgame just, you know, surpassed Avatar as like the most... Uh, the highest grossing film but with like inf- adjusted for inflation it like not really so Aww, I feel <laughs> but I feel Sorry, like Avengers. but that's how I feel about <laughs> me and Jesus when it comes to age like he was in zero AD so there was like way more things to survive nobody lived past 33 right <laughs> he was probably old for his age <laughs> for his time period well, yeah, and then he had to get crucified, and then apparently he survived that. So, I mean, if he's, you know, the son of God and everything, he's got points, apparently, for that thing. But as far as human numbers, you win. 
<laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm winning at the moment, as long as I'm not entering my shadow banned territory of life. You're already shadow banned. I've been shadow banned since I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call my mental illness. Oh, Shot. I was going to be yeah. like, you want to tell me more about shadow what band. that means? That's, that's <laughs> just my mental illness, which I talk about on my podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what else have we been thinking about? <laughs> This is a great transition. Good I don't, job. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of pontificating on stuff. We've been thinking about vegetables and how to use them before they go bad. I was just thinking about this corn that's on the table, and it looks fine now, but I'm wondering how long we have. Yes. <laughs> I'm personally, We're learning to cook. I'm really terrible at assessing how long things last. Yes. Uh, including my own life. <laughs> oh, um, that went dark real fast. Yeah, well, sorry, that happens sometimes. <laughs> well, I was just gonna tell the funny story about how last week or a couple weeks ago, when you went to the public market, which is where we get our vegetables, he like went and got what he thought was like a really good deal on corn and broccoli, and it was a really good deal because they were both literally about to go bad, like a second after he bought them. <laughs> So I came home and I was like, what is that smell? And it was the broccoli, which had already gone bad. And it was like yellow colored, which for those of you who know vegetables, is not the color that broccoli is supposed to be. I don't, I don't know vegetables. I do know colors, but um, <laughs> I don't know vegetables. Not the accurate vegetable colors. Yeah, that was not a great situation. Uh, but I have spent a dollar on worse things. So... Uh, it's fine. Like what? I don't. Have you ever just been to a dollar store? There's all sorts of things that are not worth it. That's true. But they probably don't smell as bad as that broccoli. No, smells. they don't ruin your kitchen. <laughs> so that's totally fine. Um, I've been wanting to just learn more about cooking in general because I've probably spent most of my life microwaving food, and I just have. And my mom pretty much cooked all my meals growing up because she's wonderful and took care of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also spoiled me. So I never learned how to cook. Even though like my older brother and my, my little brother learned how to cook, I just I had no interest. I was like, great! I get to eat and keep working on stuff. <laughs> Until you move out. Until I moved out. And then I ended up marrying someone who would just cook for me. <laughs> No such luck here, sir. (laughs) I'm referring to my ex-wife, not my current situation. (laughs) We Um, are not married, and I do not cook for him on a regular basis. We take turns. Which you are a fantastic cook, though. Thank you. By the way. (laughs) Um, It's just, we have uh, perceiver problems. I don't know if if anyone understands typology, but that means that... We don't take care of ourselves very well. <laughs> well, we take care of our creative spirits very well, but we're not really great with like adulting physical things. So we have to like do health checks where we'll remind each other to drink water and like eat food because we both can get down a rabbit hole of creativity or work where we're like, oh yeah, it's been eight hours and we haven't eaten. Why do we feel like crap? That's probably why. We tend to forget that we have bodies until we need to satisfy them with orgasms or oh. <laughs> or, 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 when or food, I, or food um, and other things that just kind of, you know, 
we we don't react to our bodies until our bodies force us to react. Yeah. So I'm getting better. Honestly, I've been working on embodiment very hard and specifically as part of this deep spiritual work that yeah. I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So I've been paying attention more. Which also means that I'm realizing just how much I need to rest, which is like, oh no, this rest to productivity ratio doesn't work in our world's culture. Right. <laughs> so what do I do with myself? <laughs> but, you know. Well, it's a challenge when you have to, like, pay bills and eat That's food. what I mean. Yeah. Stupid. It is really good. <laughs> it is pretty stupid. I had this pretty much, like, what I've been thinking about today all day is just... I don't know, kind of beating myself up in a productive way, because, like, I don't do that emotionally too much. I'm giving him a look right now. It's just kind of, uh, I don't know, I crack the whip on myself, (laughs) where I'm like, you know what, this is why you're broke. You're not doing enough work. (laughs) Or not doing enough work, but I'm not doing the work that I plan to set out to do. Mm. So that's more of a, like, the four agreements, like, keeping your word. Yes. Versus, like, beating yourself up and being abusive to yourself. Right. Like, one is not okay. Yes. The other one is good because you're, like, challenging yourself. And that's important clarity, and that's something I've been trying to find the right words to convey even to you. Mm-hmm. Because I don't feel like I'm beating myself up. It's just literally measurements of, Girl. I had these plans to do today, and I did not accomplish them. Mm-hmm. And my only metric for... I was going to say happiness, but that's not true. <laughs> My only metric for uh, for productivity satisfaction is just doing what I wanted to do today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's... I give myself forgiveness when I realize that I sold myself too high. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just set the bar too high and I, I, I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I can lower the bar. Like, it's malleable. I can adjust. But there are days when I am just like, I decide to play video games instead. Or I decide to lay down for multiple hours because no reason I'm just avoiding. Usually, actually, I end up avoiding things by doing things I didn't plan to do that are still productive things. But That's a good way to trick your brain. Yes. <laughs> well, Seth Godin actually gave that piece of advice a little bit, which I think is a good bit of advice for, for IPs. Uh, in the Myers-Briggs system <laughs> that they uh, that to if you're distracted I think generally to just instead of distracting yourself with something that doesn't matter you know like watching The Real Housewives or something <laughs> which I think we can all agree doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter <laughs> I don't watch Real Housewives I just unless you're doing some sort of social uh social paper Um, i have friends that watch the real housewives while they're doing creative work though and it's like really good background noise right which then that makes it important but if you're giving all of your focused attention to this sort of or something that's endless or something that doesn't make doesn't help Mm -hmm. i don't know i find it's better to just if you're going to be mode switching then mode switch to things that are also productive 
even if they're not things that are on the list today. That's just kind of how I feel about that. That's actually a hack that I've used for my own creative practice. So I'm like very easily distracted and I have to change it up very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I have at least five different streams of like processes that I could be doing. So there's like the chaotic painting and I have tons of like white canvas ready for chaotic abstract acrylic painting layers and then I've got tons of ones that are mid-process that need black or white ink and then I have other ones that I'm working on digitally and I have all of these other streams of mm -hmm. things that I'm working on so that if I'm like well I'm bored with painting I can switch to digital really easily and I'm still making creative work but my brain feels satisfied in switching so that I'm not like forcing myself. It feels like activating like a superpower or like uh, like a, a power stone or a chaos emerald or an infinity stone or something where you're just like this is chaos time mm -hmm. and you're just like two hours of like all right I'm surrounded by all the things that I could possibly need or want to do right now and if I'm going to code switch or if I can't feel like I can focus mm -hmm. then at least I'm jumping around to things that are going to like diner dash move the needle forward a little bit um, on some of these things. Yeah, it's following the flow, which is why I've made 150 pieces this year. Right. Because <laughs> I'm always working on pieces. There's so many mid-process. Right. So I'm very productive, but it looks all over the place when you're just watching me in action for like five minutes. I think it's good to like trust that flow though too, mm -hmm. and to trust that process. Because like, I feel like I had that this morning. I came back from my walk because I've been doing walks in the morning. And I started just kind of tinkering with things. I, I was starting to basically formulate what I wanted to do in my head all day. And I started just tinkering with, uh, I'm working on a class that's gonna be in a few weeks. And I started tinkering with that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm tired of dicking around with not having my website be like legit and ranked on Google and all of these things. So I went and did all of that process because right in that moment, that nice. felt like the most important thing I needed to do mm -hmm. that was going to have the biggest bang for my buck um, in terms of a behavior. Yeah. It cost a little money. I had to transfer a domain and I had to do whatever, but that's like 40 bucks for the next two years of my website being ranked and getting better SEO and I can actually send links to my website directly to podcast episodes and articles and mm -hmm. all of that stuff and nice. that felt like uh, like a like a personal victory mm -hmm. pretty early but it was I was just following my compulsion compulsion in a productive way yeah say compulsion but it's like it's intuition too like it's trusting yourself and trusting your intuition I think to be like what's my curiosity saying right now right and trusting your brain to come up with the things that you need to focus on and it's really like a slider of figuring out like which of those situations are like productive elements that mm -hmm. are not just reactive elements they're proactive basically mm -hmm that um, I read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and there's like a concept in there I've been thinking about a lot when it comes to like four quadrants of productivity and basically quadrant one is like reactive stuff and quadrant two is like important stuff that is also um, urgent stuff. Mm -hmm. that, that is, well, not, not urgent, important. 
the first quadrant is urgent and important, which is usually like putting out fires and mm-hmm. things that are like gathering your attention even though you don't necessarily want to give it attention. Mm-hmm. And then that second quadrant, which is like the highest leverage stuff, is all stuff that is not urgent but important. And finding that one thing, even if that was the only thing that I did today, in terms of like setting up that domain and all of that backend stuff, that was like an important thing that I needed to do that I feel really good about. Awesome. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. My brain is starting to go in shutdown mode because it's like, we need a nap. My intuition is telling me that I need a nap. Yeah, so we should probably wrap up this first official (laughs) episode of things we've been thinking about. I don't know what this is. I don't know where this is going, but that's the fun of it. Who cares? I don't. It's supposed to be a fun, free-form, conversational podcast thingy that we don't stress about, so I'm not going to stress about it. Yeah, so we have no schedule. We have no plan. Don't expect anything. Freedom! (laughs) (laughs) Don't expect anything from us, okay? We... I mean, but that's the thing. You, it's like a surprise in your in your inbox or in your your, your podcast feed. So you your know, earbuds is a surprise in your earbuds. Subscribe and click the bells and all the things or whatever. I don't know. And when we're ready to post an episode, you'll see it and you'll be like, "Oh my god, that's great! They're talking again." <laughs> They're talking to each other. Their relationship is alive. Let's yeah, all celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're recording it. I'm sure they're we'll, narcissistic. I'm, I'm sure. We'll, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to be. But that's fine. We're it's not, okay. We think we're important. <laughs> we have such good conversations that we have felt the need to share them with the world. So you're welcome, world. You're welcome. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Catch you next time. Bye.